I'm all right. It's an awkward en- intro because uh, we've been sitting here talking for 20 minutes, but we just hit record. <laughs> that's see this. See, the, see that's the thing is like I like I, I felt so natural and good, and then you're like, all right, you're ready to do this. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And then I'm like, fuck, what do I say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is this is this is why we really love our fans. Sometimes we like to give them a little behind the scenes, so you guys don't know it. But uh, you think we just started talking? We've been talking for twenty minutes behind mm-hmm. your back. Yeah, behind yeah. your back. Mm-hmm. Um, how's your week been, man? <laughs> it's been all right, man. It's been pretty good. It's getting it's getting hot in Arizona again, so that's a bit of a bummer. You getting near you getting near your car? I know we just talked about this, just talked right? about this. I know, but but. You're gonna listen because I'm gonna repeat it, but you like you get into the damn car and it's like a fucking oven. But anyways, that was the entire story. See, you didn't have to interrupt me. I could have just gone through the next two sentences. We would have been done. Hey, I can't. I can't actually record a story that I want to tell you. But remind me when we hang up. To uh, I, I got to tell you a story. Okay. Um, and then the the caller, the 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 listener rather that because uh, we've get we've been getting a lot of fan mail. Mm-hmm. Um, the listener that guesses the story. You get um, you actually get to come on the next episode. Oh my god. Yes. That'd um, be great. A couple of announcements in Gilmore Girls news. Um so I just learned that the Gilmore Girls reboot is actually going it's not gonna be <clears throat> um like a season of like, you know, ten shows or whatever. It's just gonna be four mini movies. Did you know this? I this is news to me. Yeah, it's uh gonna be seasons. They're just gonna do spring, summer, winter, fall in a different oh, order. That's- that's interesting. Yeah, it's kind of a neat idea. And then yeah. um, I also yeah. learned that, and I guess we're a year behind the times, that uh, uh, Alexis Bledel had a baby. Oh, Jesus. We are behind the times. Yeah, we're How behind the she times. Now? She is five years older, so that makes her 36. I can do math. Her what I was right. going to say was, old enough, am I right? And the, the, <laughs> But the thing is, is like, I, I joke about that in an ironic manner, and then yeah. what happens is is that you joke like that so much that it just becomes the way you joke, and then people yeah. think that's how you are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so you are introducing yourself to the world through the form of a perverted old guy. Yeah, I'm a misogynistic piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, um, well, oh, I was doing this thing. <laughs> I was annoying my wife. Um, and saying pimp a lot. I, you know <laughs> I was like, every, you know, everywhere we go, I'd be like, hey, honey, look at that car. That's a pretty pimp car. <laughs> and uh, I was doing it so much, but in an ironic fashion. Right, yeah. That, like, I went to work, and, and I said it legitimately. Like, I didn't I didn't even think about it. I was just like, yeah. oh, man, good job on that. That was a really pimp way to do that <laughs> with the customer. I was like, what the hell are you doing, dude? <laughs> so, yeah. See, I like, like it's it's great. Like when when I come once a year for for San Diego Comic Con, because like all the annoying shit that I just keep in my brain and like don't say around Megan, like it just starts coming out. Like even like I remember like the last time we came to visit, like we were within a mile of your house, and my old Jewish woman started coming out, and she's like, "Really? We're not even there yet." <laughs> yeah, uh, Lori uh, never never likes. I mean, she. <laughs> hates it when i do um uh when i oh i do the this like jamaican i do this jamaican like dance hall voice like at her it was like hey girl why don't you clean up the kitchen while you're out of here <laughs> but the funny thing is she's never laughed at it it's not funny it's funny to me 
And she's like, please, please don't do that. And I'm like, okay, baby, no problem then. <laughs> no, okay, so he, here's the thing. So that that just reminded me of your your thing when, when you ask somebody, like, something that's clearly in the cabinet under the sink. You go, where is that? And then the person goes, under the sink. You yeah, know, it's a good one. Under, yeah. So the the dude that played Titus Andronicus, Titus, Andro, Titus Andromedon in... Um, in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Dude, he was the voice of Sebastian. Did no. You know that? Yeah. Shut up. No, I'm not like okay, well, Megan told me that and I should probably IMDB at this. Let's at do this it. Point. Let's do okay. it. Titus Andromedon. <laughs> How do you even spell Andromedon? Oh, thank you, Google, for auto completing Andromedon. Titus Burgess. His name is actually Titus? That's cool. Titus Burgess. No, that's not cool. I we talked about this I think in episode I... three. I, I think people are lazy when they do that. Um, he's got a record label called Titus Burgess Productions. Stupid. Um, <laughs> wait, are you sure, man? I'm oh, not my. anymore. Maybe Megan lied to me. I don't know. Hold we on. should make up shit like that, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. uh, I think what it was is we were watching... Um, what were we watching? Some late night show, and George Clooney and him were on there, and he started singing like the "Kiss the Girl" song from. No, know. he's not in here. He's not. He's I'm looking at no. Oh, okay. He's in the Angry Birds movie, <laughs> and he is uh, a voice in in Grand Theft Auto Five, which is kind of funny. That's kind of awesome. Um, oh no 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 no! I got it, man. He was he did the Disney's Little Mermaid on Broadway. Okay. That's what's up. Now I don't feel quite as stupid. Okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was nominated for an award. So props okay. to you. Yeah. Um, well, no, and like when he sang it, I was like, "Damn, that's fucking Sebastian. That's awesome." So what we should do is start like we should make up something like, uh, <laughs> like like some weird urban legend. Like, um, hey man, it was before he actually like you know got picked up um, for his comedy, but Robin Williams. <laughs> He is Michael Myers in the first Halloween. <laughs> it's for real. Look it up. Like you, you don't even need to look it up. Just trust me. It's him. Yeah, it, dude. Yeah, <laughs> don't look at I am to me. Just trust me. Just just trust me on this. He's uncredited. It's uncredited. <laughs> he was just some guy. Oh man. Actually, if you watch Annie Anyways. Hall, you'll see you'll see Jeff Goldblum in the subway. Wait, what? In Annie Hall. Uh, is a young Jeff Goldblum. Really? Or wait, no, it's a young Sylvester Stallone. No, because, like, no, Michael, or Chef Goldblum was in that, but I think, like, it was at the part of the movie when he's, like, hanging out with all those weird, hippy-dippy, like, meditating people. Is he in, oh, here, wait, 10 Greatest Actor Cameos. No, I'm pretty sure. Wait. I think I'm misremembering all sorts of things. Sylvester Stallone is in Bananas. Larry David's in Radio Days? Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. Okay. He's the I'm... communist neighbor? Oh, it's like my favorite movie, man. And you didn't... Oh, wow. Holy crap. That's oh, yeah, cool. Jeff Goldblum and Annie Hall. Here it is, here it is, here it is. Yeah. yeah, he's like on the subway. It's really funny. Okay. God, I love Jeff Goldblum. I know, he's great. Anyhow. Um, Enough about Chef Goldblum. Let's uh, let's talk about Gilmore Girls. We could... Oh, I want to... Okay. Do you want to still talk about Jeff Goldblum? No, I kind of want to switch to Will Forte for about 10 minutes, but we'll go on to Gilmore Boys. <laughs> okay. 
So uh, this episode, we're we're up to uh, episode eleven in season one. Um, this episode was called "Paris Is Burning." Um, so the overarching uh, storyline for this episode was kind of about the complications that would arise from a parent dating a, a child's teacher. Which I mean, at any age, at any age past like second grade would be like really weird, and even then it would be kind of weird. Um, uh, episode begins. Uh, you'll remember Max. Uh, Max is Lorelai's teacher. Lorelai and Max have been sort of an item for the past uh, few episodes. Um, it starts out. They're on a date at Max's house. Max is um, he's uh, cooking for her and like you know just sort of buttering her up and all that kind of stuff. And she starts making these lines about all the books that he owns. And then he she pulls out a a, pro, a Proust or a I'm going to say Proust. I don't know if it, uh, I think it's Proust. I, I'm Proust? not sure though. Okay. I'll go with you. Cause you sounded confident. She pulls out a Proust book and it's just like, Oh man, I always meant to read Proust. And then like they, he does the awkward like thing of like, Oh, keep it. It's a book, even though it's like some expensive, like, you know, copy of it or whatever. And they have some, I'd like to talk about this later, but they have some like awkward, like, like pre-sex flirting where they do like teacher student role play, which is just like, it's weird. It's it's weird because like her daughter is this. I, I don't know. I was a little weirded out by that. Um, but anyways, uh, she gets home late, wakes up Rory. Rory was waiting on the couch like a concerned parent. Um, but she also comments that Lorelai actually looks happy, which is cool because like you start see seeing um, Rory kind of being content with her mother dating, which has always sort of been. As you as we go on in the episode, like they've sort of had this rule to like keep uh, Lorelai's dating separate from their stuff, so it's interesting. Um, and Lorelai sort of sees this and realizes that it, it's it's kind of getting too complicated um, with her, and so she's that this whole episode is basically about her being on uh, on the side of like wanting to break up with Max because it's just too it's too awkward. So. Uh, cut to the next day at school. Mean Girl Click. You got you know Paris and the two others. I'm neglecting their name. They act. They're actually like swooning over Max, uh, who is like doing some really philosophical um, pontificating about literature and whatnot. Um, they of course are doing this within earshot of Rory, or else it wouldn't be in the scene. Um, they exclaim that he's so attractive that he must be dating someone. Uh, you know, obviously that's pretty awkward for rory but she doesn't say anything um cut to friday night dinner with emily um emily announces that there's a parent day parents day which lorelei has neglected to you know like like emily spent has spent all of rory's time at chilton like one-upping lorelei in being a chilton parent have you noticed this oh yeah of course it's, it's annoying um so she's just like oh, I, I read that there's a parent's day. Are you going to go to the parent's day? And then, so, like, almost out of spite, Lorelai's like, yeah, I'm going to go. And then, like, Rory's just like, ah, oh, whatever. Um, so, like, you know, Emily just gives her gives her the business about it. So Lorelai basically just says, fine, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to go or whatever. Um, cut to uh, Luke's diner. Um, Lorelai is hanging out with Suki and Rory. Uh, looks like Lorelai and Rory are going to go ice skating. So, like, Lorelai's holding these ice skates that are, like, super rusted. And um, Suki's standing there. And Jackson, the produce man, uh, walks in. He's basically trying to sell this hybrid vegetable that he made himself to Suki, which is kind of weird. Like, I I feel like if you're a produce seller and, like, the chef is like, hey, 
I need like 14 of these, a bushel of these, and blah, blah, blah. If you don't actually show up with that, like, conversation's over. But like, not only did he not show up with what she ordered, he shows up with a hybrid vegetable and like starts giving her shit about how she, how she won't buy the hybrid vegetable. Which, I mean, so Suki obviously refuses. She's, you know, she's a highbrow cook. She's not, you know, anyways. Um, there's some obvious tension between Suki and Jackson. Um, Jackson kind of just leaves in a huff. Um, so uh, right after that, Luke sort of leans over, volunteers to clean Lorelai's skates, which is, you know, like Luke is very fond of Lorelai. I mean, like you could probably subtitle Gilmore Girls with that. How the hell uh, does she not know that? By I don't. I Well, so here's here's my theory is that she does know it. But given her like resistance to dating anybody because of her daughter, I think she like just perpetually denies it and denies it. And then, like, it's just, like, it's festered for too long and that, like, it's, I don't know. That, that's my theory, anyways. Um, so, anyways, uh, Suki makes a comment. You get really good service here, as if saying, like, come on, like, Luke, just, just go out with Luke already. Um, so, anyways, uh, following that, uh, Suki is taking care of Lorelai following the ice skating. Because Lorelai basically just completely fucked up her feet uh, with shoes that didn't fit anymore um suki kind of starts to get information out of her that max and her quite aren't quite uh good as they thought they were um and then like wait what i thought they were i yeah i don't know i mean that's that's one of like the primary frustrations i have with lorelei's character is that she's like i feel like she's inherently self-destructive with a lot of like good things that come her way like almost out of principle she's like self-destructive um but you know i mean that that creates drama and tension in the show so i mean like i guess that's for some good cause but still like you watch it as a viewer and you're just like come on um but anyway so like they they kind of like they start it gets a little heavy and then like uh lorelei says like when did you become the relationship expert you haven't had one in years which is a total dick thing to say um Lorelai tries to apologize. Damage is already done, but Suki basically says, "Hey, I'm really busy. I don't have time to date people." So, like, that's you know, that's that's leaves it at that. So, next scene, uh, Lorelai's trying to wriggle out of Parents' Day, uh, clearly uncomfortable with the prospect of having to even be in the same room as Max, let alone talk to him. Um, so, I, it's obvious at this point in the episode that Rory is pretty attached to Max. Um, doesn't want him to like you know break up or whatever um but it's it's sort of so like it's it's interesting because like you have lorelei who really likes max but doesn't want to be with max because rory's getting too close to him but then you have rory who's getting too close to him because she sees how happy her mom is so it's sort of like this self-negating thing and you know of course it's just gonna end in in chaos um so anyways uh they go to Max's class. Uh, Lorelai attempts to get back the Proust book. Max basically says no, keep it. Uh, they go into like breakup mode, and they're you know they they sort of have it out, um, but they just they start kissing because you know it's like you know you sexual tension tends to build when people argue, and you know that just happens. So conveniently to the plot, Paris is walking by an open window, which just happens to be looking into the classroom. Uh, with the scene of them kissing so she immediately goes and starts spreading it in the lunchroom 
and then uh, confronts Rory and basically just rubs it in her face. Um, I mean, that that's like, th- that's got to be mortifying. I mean, like, okay, granted, like, a, a, a parent should not be making out with the teacher at the school, let, let alone during a day when all of the other parents are there. Like, it's just like, you, sh- you probably shouldn't do that. Um, so anyways, uh, um, Lorelai comes in to go have lunch with Rory. Rory storms out. They have an argument. Um, it, it basically just brings everything to the surface that they haven't really been talking about. Don't get much resolution from the conflict. Sort of just leaves it complicated and unresolved. Um, fast forward, second Friday night dinner. Um, it's very clear from the get-go that Emily knows what the hell went down. She immediately is just like, hey, Rory, go sit in the other room. You and your mom, Me and your mom have to talk. Um, and they, she just, I mean, she lays in, into her. I mean, like, so you think about it, like, Emily's primary uh, motivation is Rory, but second to that is like it's like trying to hold up appearances, right? So like if you if if you are just you know you're a well-to-do person and then you have a grandkid that's going in this nice hoity-toity school, if 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 some social sandal comes in, obviously that's gonna like that's gonna fuck up the works. But during this whole conversation argument, really. Uh, Emily just misses the point that her daughter actually really likes this dude, um, but is trying her best like to break it off just because it's complicated, you know, for better or for worse that, you know, her intentions are good. Um, instead, she focuses on selfishly on the scandal that sort of shames, uh, you know, the family a bit. And then, uh, you know, she, she just, she gives her a bunch of shit. Right. Um, it sucks. Um, so next day, uh, Clearly, you know, the wound is still fresh. Uh, the mean girl clip comes by with Paris and, you know, they, they just make some harsh, like, comments. Like, I think they said something along the lines of, man, I wish, like, my dad would sleep with the teacher so I could get, like, better grades or something like that. Which is, you know, it's mean. Um, so, but it's like, uh, Rory actually gets up and confronts Paris and, and it's basically like, she, I, I don't, I don't remember the exact thing, but basically it's like, um, one thing I forgot to mention is that uh, Paris's parents are getting divorced and like somehow the whole school knows about it, which I, I like, I don't, I, they never really explain that. So like Rory tries to bond with her over the fact that her personal life is now public scandal, but like Paris is still like only comes halfway and like they almost sort of come close to like, like bonding over it, but they don't. But ultimately like as she leaves Rory's just like hey if you ever want to talk or whatever so you, you can kind of you can kind of see a relationship bloom in there which is interesting um so um Suki and Jackson's subplot Suki um again is talking with Jackson about produce I don't really know what the lead up to that scene was but uh she doesn't even like uh he he comes in and he basically is just like I'm sorry I tried to sell you that shit you know I'm just like I'm really into it, blah, 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 blah. Suki just, like, stops and is like, hey, you want to go on a date? And uh, Jackson just says yes and, like, immediately walks out. Like, like, like I probably would, you know, the, the awkward guy that I am. Um, so, it like, it, it, it's kind of cute because, like, he's indignant when he comes in and then she sort of disarms him and then he just accepts and, like, walks away. Um, so, anyways, uh, to wrap up the episode, uh, Lorelai encounters Max uh they they agree they got to take a break i mean at this point like what can you do um so lorelei's like she's 
she's just like she's really distraught and it's interesting and i gotta give props to the the actress who plays lorelei because like it really came across that the character at at this point this is the first time that she was processing that they were actually going to break up and that it might end so like through throughout this whole like like arc with max like she's she's almost acted like it's a foregone conclusion even like with all of her like uh all of her protesting in regards to uh, the complication with Rory. Um, even in that scene, you can see like the gears in her head turning. You know, saying, "Oh fuck, this is gonna end." Um, so, anyways, uh, episode ends. It's really sad. Um, Lorelai's just started crying on the bed, and then Rory comes and comforts her, and then the credits roll. It was a uh, it's a pretty dramatic episode. It was. It's it's funny though because I feel like uh, I feel like uh, Rory is a she and she's she's like barely new to them right but she is uh she's way better at relationships than Lorelai is <laughs> yeah she really well yeah well well I, uh, no yes and yes, no no in in the in the teenage romantic sense yes in the adult relationship arena absolutely not <laughs> That's what, yeah exactly i mean yeah yeah, it's uh, I don't know. You you love Lorelai, but you also just get so annoyed at her. Uh, yeah, she, she. There's definitely times where I'm just like, oh my god, stop talking! Like, please just stop talking. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what did you think of the episode, man? Did you like it? It was yeah. It was it was. I wouldn't say it's one of the first um really heavy ones because this is, this is probably mm, second or third so yeah, far in the season. Yeah. But I mean, it's definitely there. Um, it was really annoying. Um, oh, I forgot to, t- and I'll I'll bring this up. But uh, um, why do I? Oh, oh, Emily. I always want to call her Kelly because her name is Kelly Bishop. But yeah, Emily <laughs> was uh, a real bitch at dinner. Oh my God, Jesus. Yeah, like it. I think that's like the worst I've seen her character. Like just she she like she'll she'll always be passive aggressive and be kind of snubby. But I mean, Jesus, man. I mean, I won't say it on the air, but how does she not call her mom the C-word? Because <laughs> it's a family show that aired on the CW, or, well, it was the WB back then, but, you know. This is true. Yeah. Um, hey, speaking of which, Emily, Kelly Bishop, she is, she plays Howard Stern's mom in Private Parts. <laughs> Really? Yeah, and I like I was I was watching Private Parts on Netflix the other night. I don't know why it's not a good movie. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch the Howard Stern movie. And I started watching. And I was like, holy crap! She plays like a, a really annoying Jewish mother. <laughs> but does she have like a good like old Jewish lady? Voice? Oh yeah, no, yeah. she does great. I think she's a really good actress. That's, see, that's good. Because, like, that's the two ends of, like, the old lady spectrum. You have, like, super waspy and then, like, super Jewish old lady. Like, the, I, at least in American, like, like movies and television. Like, those are the two, like, extremes. That's right. Interesting. That's exactly right. So, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, that's... So, James. Yeah, that's what I got. You, got, you, you just got a new dog. I did get. Oh yeah, that's the thing to talk about. I see. I know you. I know what you want to talk about. I got a new dog. She's a French bulldog. Her name is Buttercup, and uh, she's really cool. She's three months old, but um, 
she uh yeah when when this episode starts there the Lorelai and Rory they're walking through uh like the main town square and uh they come across a little um little like kind of uh, like a puppy fair like some puppies for sale and there's one that that uh Lorelai really likes they go up it's some labrador that I don't care about but uh, its name is Buttercup, and I thought that was really cool. This is one of those stories that only I care about, but you're listening nonetheless. But but see, you, you failed to quantify that with the fact that your dog's name is Buttercup. Didn't I say that? You did not. My, name is, my dog's name is Buttercup. <laughs> now the hilarity ensues. Yes. Yep. Well, um, I'll insert a laugh track there. <laughs> Wouldn't that be weird if we had laugh tracks? Oh my god, I think we're going to start editing those in. <laughs> but we'll have to edit like what wait, that was weird. What? Why did that uh, just happen? Why what happened? I that was that's where I'm going to edit in. I'm going to like edit in one there. <laughs> I want it to be like while we're talking and then all of a sudden there's just a laugh track. Can you also do like the cartoony noises when somebody slips and falls over? Oh yeah. Hold on a second. I got to get my pen. Hold on a second. Oh, ow, ow. What? Okay. That was, I bent over to get my pen. It fell and I just slipped on a banana peel. (laughs) Oh God. I love your dedication. No, that's how I do. Um, uh, <laughs> hey, you have just entered the rap horn podcast. This is where we just do this and giggle. <laughs> you know it's really funny. Okay, we talked about this on the last episode, but I don't give a shit. We're going in again. I pull it up instantrapairhorn.com and on the top there's a there's a there's a banner for I just ate pizza.com. Fuck yeah. I was just thinking about peatmysoup.com the other day. That was Dude, your idea. It was? Wait <laughs> yeah. a second. Wait a second. If you listen to the last episode, like you're we were trying to brainstorm like good like uh, online forum titles and you came up with peep my soup, which peep is my just, soup, which is just people posting pictures of whatever soup they're eating. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Today uh, was it today? Yeah, today there was a new post in I Just Ate Pizza. Um, <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. Uh, I say bacon wrapped cheese. This person posted a picture of some pizza and said classic sausage and mushroom or chicken pesto. One person wrote back, seems legit. <laughs> <laughs> One person said, it's a solid standby. It may not be exotic, but God damn it, it will always be there for you. And then someone else just said, never alone. And then the other person said, I like tacos. That's a good thread. That is a good thread. There's also this one. Um, what is the best pizza? Oh, this is the same damn thread. You guys, don't fool me with this shit. Don't fool me. Yeah, this is a good forum. I need to... Um, I know RSS feeds yet? are kind of dying out, but I need to like stay abreast of this. Yeah. Dude, I still use RSS feeds. But they're don't dying. You? No, they're not. Yeah, they probably are. Here's a section called Everything is Awful, Everything is the Worst. Um, <laughs> and this is a thread called Donald Trump Mega Thread. Oh, um, it's just some pictures of Donald Trump. Duke Nukem for president. Make Donald eat a shit sandwich. Good, 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 good. This is good. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, it was my birthday last weekend. It was your birthday last weekend. Yeah, and... Um, 
and because it was my birthday, my good friend uh, Cesar, he got me a Trump pinata filled with candy. <laughs> wait, did you wait? Did, did he actually do that? No, it's yes. I'll send you a photo. I was gonna say, why haven't I seen a picture of this? It's in my garage. It's yeah. um. Oh, you haven't busted it open yet? No, not yet. Yeah, okay. he he's behind my drums right now, <laughs> and he's huge. Like he he's probably five foot tall, okay. and um, he is uh he like driving around with him in the car is really funny because he like sits up like a like a little man, <laughs> and also we went to a Mexican restaurant and I got a, I got a little drunk. And uh, <laughs> it was a quiet little Mexican restaurant. There was a bunch of us there, and I ended up holding up the Trump pinata because that's where it was presented to me, and okay. screaming, um, "It's a Trump night in here! Let's let's turn it up!" <laughs> and apparently, everybody just looked at me and was like, "What?" Except for a small table of older people who started clapping. <laughs> Little did you know, they were Trump supporters, and they thought that it was like a, a pro-Trump rally in that Mexican restaurant. Totally. Yeah. So, um, quote of the show, man. Did you did you get a good one? Quote of the show. There's there's only so during the. I'll I'll give mine. So I. It's hard because it's dramatic. I know. Like um. So mine was in the opening scene. For whatever reason, uh, Lorelai and Rory are walking down the street, and they're going alphabetically trying to name a disease that starts with everyone so you know like a is asthma b is botulism or whatever so like they get to o and uh they go or rory goes osteoporosis and then lorelei goes p puppies and then rory immediately goes that's not a disease and then they walk over to yeah to see the puppies yeah. you know this one is a fa- this is my favorite quote i don't know why it just stuck with me when i watched the episode i was like yeah, I gotta use that as like an ace in my back pocket or something. Um, <laughs> they had an agreement that Laurel, uh, that Rory should never answer the front door for dates. Oh right, yeah. And Lorelai said just this once, and I think for me that's the quote of the show. Not that I mean that's not a big deal. Everybody says just this once, but I but I think you say it flippantly. And you're not thinking about it, and I really thought about it. I was like, just this once. It's it's like the. It's an ace in the hole. It's like yeah, uh, yeah. when you really need something and you're just like, come on. You, you basically say, like, give me a pass. Yeah, I need a free get-out-of-jail card. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. So I'm going to start using that with my – like for everything with my wife. Like, just this once. <laughs> can we can we go get Sonic just this once? Oh, my God. Just every night. <laughs> oh, also, also, like eight minutes into the episode, there was definitely a boom mic in the scene. I don't know. If oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This I think that's the second time this is happening on the yeah, show. Yeah, it was, and like it wasn't even like a little bit. It was really in the scene. <laughs> like, come on. It's true. Yeah. Um, I. <sighs> what did you think? Of, what did you think about Max and Rory giving themselves nicknames? Did you think that was good, bad, weird? I thought it was a little weird. It was weird, but what I thought was... I, at first, I was like, this is awkward, and then I loved it. Yeah. The the scene where they were... When when he came over for the date, yeah. and they were sitting in the living room just talking to one another, and they were like trying to beat around the bush that, obviously, he's dating uh, Lorelai. Right. And the scene was so awkward. 
But then at the same time, I was like, you know what? This is a really honest show. That like, yeah, like Laura, Laura, like Rory, um, just jumps right in and is like, no, this is a little weird. I'll be honest with you, and I like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's cool. Yeah. Well, and like, I, I feel that's core to her character. Like she, she's not. I feel like the only time that she's not really able to do that is when she's around like her grandparents and she's trying to be all prim and proper. But like when she's not there, she pretty much calls it like she sees it which is it's 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 a good character trait but just to give a little context for the people that didn't watch that like they were they were sitting uh in the living room Lorelai was upstairs getting ready for the date and um it was just awkward as shit and uh she calls him Mr. Blah 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 I don't even remember what his last name is and then the the teacher goes well just call me Max like, it's weird when you call me Mr. or whatever. And she's like, no, I'm not going to do that because, like, you're my teacher. I have to respect my teachers. Um, so they give each other nicknames. Uh, she gives him the name Norman. And I'm not remembering the one that she... I don't did. remember who's yeah, either. Uh, His was, was Norman. Yeah. They, it, did, it didn't get brought up in the rest of the episode. But, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of weird. But broke the tension, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good episode, though, man. Not quite as heavy as the uh, um, uh, as Richard in the hospital, but heavy all the same. Yeah, it's true. Um, and that and that and that episode was it hurt because yeah. because he's passed away now. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring it down. My goodness. I know, Jesus, man. I need a hug. Um. What else, man? But just in case you're listening, Edward Herman, we would love to have you on the show. Can I be honest? He's not. <laughs> he's not. He's not dead? No, he's dead. He's not listening, though. Uh, I don't think. I, I, just, I just lived in a, in a small universe where Edward Herman was not dead. It was a nice place to be. He, he, he is a sweet guy, at least on the show. I bet he was a really sweet person in, in yeah, real life, too. It seems like it. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. so. Um... What else is going on, man? I don't know. Just same old shit, man. S- sweat, sweat my balls off in Arizona while you're you're in San Diego with beautiful weather. It is it's beautiful? Yeah. Uh, I fr- I seriously thought you were gonna go into a death grips lyric for a minute <laughs> when you said sweating. You were like you were you were hanging on, and I thought sweat. you were gonna say like swang and swang and do tomorrow. <laughs> Dude, I was I was driving. Um, oh God. Okay, so like, talking about music at work is always awkward, right? Because like, yeah, it's like talking about music in general is tough because like, uh, you know, everyone's got their own taste. There's nothing invalid about their tastes, but you yourself believe that certain music is good and certain music is bad. So like, you try to be civil. Um, like, and it's interesting. Like the the dude I'm referring to, like. Um, we actually have a lot in common, like music-wise, but like, um, uh, but it, it's really it really only overlaps in metal and sort of like the lighter side of metal. Um, awesome dude, I, I really love working with this guy. But anyways, uh, we ride in the car with him and like th- two other people, <laughs> and Lord of the Game comes on, which nice. is a de- which is a Death Grip song, and it like starts like into the flame it, you know like all that and like everyone starts looking around and I'm just like god damn it and then I just hit the next button and I was mad I was like I just wanted I wanted to listen to that song but yeah I don't know hey b- literally breaking news this just happened seven minutes ago 
Um, the title of the Gilmore Girls reboot is Gilmore Girls: A Year in the Life. Oh, that's pretty good. I. What do you think of that title? Um, I like the other title better. It was um. Um, the other title was just Seasons. Seasons, yeah. The IMDb page still says Seasons, so I don't know where you're getting that from. Well, I'm getting it from... Hello Giggles? HelloGiggles.com. It's <laughs> for our breaking, uh, breaking, breaking news. Which is still... Like, I started typing Hello Giggles, and it's definitely still, like, in my browser history. Because Google's like, no, 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 no. I know what you want. I got it. <laughs> oh, man. Um... What else? Uh, trying to think here. Um, I got nothing else, man. Yeah. Uh, I did want to call out a thank you to our continuing uh, Slovakian. Dude. Or dude or dudette, we would love to have you on the show. Yeah, it would be really cool. And and, I, and actually, I mean that. Uh, we're not going to pay for you to come. <laughs> but if you we, make we it to the Skype. States... We can do it over Skype. Yeah, it's true. Whoever you are, reach out to us. Email us. Um, what's our What's our fan? I, I forget. What's our fan email again? The fan email is... Isn't it like... Um, I think it's just like... It's info at gilmoreboys.com. That, okay, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So if you'll email us, let us know who you are. Um, give us proof that you're in Slovakia. Just just show me what is my IP.com and I'll be down with that. And we'll invite <laughs> you on the show. Now... We probably won't understand each other, so you can curse us out in Slovakian. It'd be great. And we will, um, I don't know, we're going to make fun of you in some way, and then and we'll say thank you. So you should come on the show. Half, half of my family heritage is from Czechoslovakia. Oh, really? Yeah. Not, I'm, I'm not making that up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was something else but I want to tell you, but I, I don't, it's, it's over now. I don't know what it is. I got nothing, man. Is it? It was a good episode. Nice and dramatic. Again, this is another episode where I can't find anything to pick on, which is not fun. It's true. It I like great. I like to find things to pick on, but I can't. No, this one was really great, and it, uh, it meant a lot. So, yeah. All right, man. Yeah. All right, everyone. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to you all later. Thanks for listening. All right. Later, guys. Thank you for listening to Gilmore Boys. Until next time.